Hi, this is Mason with Impact 89 FM. We got to talk with Danny Brown ahead of his performance at the Breslin Center this past Tuesday night at our spring concert. Yo, yo, what's up, though? This is Danny Brown. You're listening to Impact 89. What's up, everyone? This is Mason. I'm here with Impact 89 FM, and I have Matt and Mike with me. And we're here interviewing Danny Brown today ahead of the spring concert. I'll let Mike go straight into the questions. What do you got for us? Well, once again, we're with uh, Impact 89FM's MSU student radio station, and just want to welcome you here. Really appreciate that you came here. And MSU used to be Michigan Agricultural College, and we still hold some of the agricultural teachings uh, with us, even in our music workplace. And believe it or not, we kind of integrate them. Last week, uh, we were managing to combine soil with music we were having <laughs> quite a few conversations and so what i've got for you how familiar are you with the soil triangle <laughs> first never, first impression i've never seen that in my life okay do you want to run uh, you want a quick rundown or are you just eyeballing this right now um okay okay so before you is the soil triangle and it refers to soil textures. We've got sand, which is over here, silt right here, and clay. And so as they come together, they form different soil textures. Sand, it tends to be gritty, falls apart very easily. It's more air in between. It's spacey. Silt, it's kind of in between that and clay. It also breaks apart easily when you feel it. It's kind of like flour. It also looks like flour. But then clay, it's like it's kind of like bass in a song. It's like bass. It's very sticky malleable, punchy, and uh, then loam is where they all come together. And we actually categorized a few of your songs, how we feel. Like Three Tears, we felt was clay. It's got some punch to it. Same with Monopoly, clay. And then Outer Space and Really Doe, we were thinking Sandy. And Savage Nomad, Hell For It, Silt, Tell Me What I Don't Know, and Grown Up, we were thinking Loam. Mm-hmm. And so we've been deliberating about Scaring the Hose, your, your most recent, but we couldn't, we just couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. So... With what you've got here, what do you think? What part of scaring the hose? As far as yeah. scaring the hose goes. I mean, it's all over the place. It's a, um, yeah, exactly. it's, it's a, We're thinking, where would you put a couple individual songs? Like, would scaring the hose, like the song, the title I mean, track? Scaring the hose would definitely have to be Clay, huh? Clay. You're thinking Clay for yeah, scaring the hose. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, definitely have to be the hardest uh-huh. situation going on out here. But then, like I said, we do have like um like a song like... um. Fentanyl tester might be all over the board. <laughs> it might be, you get what I'm saying? So you're feeling more like loam on that yeah, one? Yeah, like, definitely. It's, it's a combined. combination of everything. Because, like, we were also thinking, like, you and Peggy may be two different soils, exactly. you know? It's kind of like it's kind of like the zodiac signs, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people are like, oh, I'm a Scorpio, yeah. I'm a Virgo. But, you know, personally, I, you know, I'm like, I'm Sandy Clay Loam. What soil type would you be, though? If I was a soil type? Yeah. Um, Dang, that's, that's a deep question. <laughs> I mean, because when, when you are a soil, you're dead. So, <laughs> I'm trying to think of... We're getting philosophical about I mean, soil. yeah, if, yeah. if I'm a soil, I'm dead at that point. So, uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I, I would want to be... Um, I don't know, man. This, this is That's an ill situation right there. <laughs> but um, I guess um, I'm, I'm, I would be like... Um, 
a silk situation, probably. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we we rock with silk. We rock with silk. I was kind of think you were the loamiest rapper in the game. I won't lie. I a thought th- I thought that you were where it all came together. But oh. you know, if you're feeling silk, I'm gonna take your word for it. I would I wouldn't know anything. But I guess I guess I, I feel I feel where you're coming from with that. Uh-huh. You know, that's just you know, from the outside perspective. You know, everybody want to be cool to themselves. So yeah, maybe I am a little loamy, but. <laughs> hey, we love that answer. Glad that you, uh, glad you rock with the soil triangle. That's a, it's a beautiful thing once you invest in the soil triangle. But uh, we will, uh, we'll move on from soil for now. Maybe you want to come back, but for for now, for now, we'll move on. Part of why we wanted to bring this soil is because scaring the hose has a really unique sound to it, and it seems like with a lot of your albums, you have very different approaches. Like with Atrocity Exhibition, it seems like you were going to get make a critically acclaimed one versus like the previous one, Old, where it was like a lot more punchier and more like just like banger songs. Like with Scaring the Hose, another thing that was interesting was you guys were working and producing with the SP404, but was there any like specific intention in mind rather than just the sound with the album? for scaring the hose the intention just was to have fun because you know being in the music business sometimes it could become stressful and it could you know it could um you know you can lose sight of why you even do it in the first place sometimes just just when you get caught up in the actual business aspect of it and it was just good to just not care about none of that stuff and just make music and have fun so i think that's all we really cared about at that as when we was making it we just was having fun we didn't even think of, we didn't even know it was on put we didn't know nothing we just was making it so i'm glad people like it Having fun definitely shines through because one line that really sticks out to me uh, is off perfect where you say Netflix and chill on a jailbroken Roku. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, were, we were trying to figure this out because what, what do you get out of jailbreaking a Roku? Do you get like a better Roku city or? No, I actually, um, I mean, I obviously have to be speaking from, from experience. So <laughs> I jailbroke a Roku and I actually just had every, like every country channel is like any 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 place you can think of. I'm watching Saudi Arabia TV, man. You know what I'm saying? Like anything you can think of. Like whatever they, you know what I'm saying? You can actually, it, it's actually, I can't think of that app, but it's like an emulator type of app situation. You could just go to it and it's like a map. And you could just put on a map where you want to go. And when you put it on a map, and then, you know, okay. it, it'll bring up, they, you know, all their television programs and stuff. But me, mostly, you know, I watch a lot of UK stuff, like most of my favorite TV shows. So I was really doing it for that, like room number nine and stuff like that. So does that make uh, Roku City worldwide then on the new jailbroken TV? Roku City, what's that? Uh, you never see it when the Roku TVs fall asleep and there's that like purple city. No. no. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got Mason coming up next. Yeah, this next question. With Roots Brigade, you gather a lot of the best talent and a lot of just fantastic talent on the Michigan rap scene and rap scene at large. What, in your opinion, separates Detroit rap from anything else? Cause we're really good. I mean, yeah, just really yeah. like I mean, just just I mean, just based on like back in the day with like the whole open mic and battle rap scene, and I just think the level of talent, you know, just like anywhere you could probably go to Arkansas or something, you're the only person that rap. Like in Detroit, everybody raps, so you really have to be super good to like stand out. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that it's just it's it's just been practiced here for so long, like. You know, like I say, with the open mics or like the battle rap scene and all that stuff that came way before I was, you know, around. But just the fact that you know the, the history of stuff, you know what I'm saying? You want to uphold it, you know what I'm saying? And like we say, we don't, it's almost like it's a testing ground for you to make it in the rest of the world in some sense. Like if you can be dope in Detroit and blow up in Detroit, then you definitely can make it anywhere, you know? Most definitely. I'm loving a lot of those recent releases that like Z Looper's project that was on Bankit. What is it like? Uh, might not make it insane. I was loving it. I didn't know about that. I'll be tapping in. That's fantastic. You can't keep up with it, man. 
That's fantastic. Um, up next, we have Matt with another question. So it seems like Detroit wraps a little a little silty clay. You really you really got to stand out. <laughs> one one of the bruiser artists we had at the station last year on uh, the Vibe, we had Fat Ray come in uh, and he performed Santa Monica and it was it was a uh, he said it was his first time performing that song and or that album. Sorry, and it was a great great time. Do you guys have anything else on the horizon? I know you just yeah, said the Loopers just released something. Finishes up. He just finished his album. He's just mixing in the stuff right now. So Fat Red becomes on. Wolf just pretty much wrapped his album up. He was out in Paris and stuff. So come back. So we'll finish it up. So yeah, Wolf and um, Ray's coming soon. So yeah, that's pretty much right. But then we just pretty much been loosely working on just an entire group album, the Bruce Brigade album. So we loosely been working on that. So hopefully we get it done this year. And then we have Mike with another question. Obviously, you work in more than just music. You have you have your podcast. You've done stand-up comedy. Uh, in GTA, you had your iFruit radio station. And so we're also just wondering if you have anything else planned in terms of other mediums. Like, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, you taught poetry. And <laughs> yeah, and uh, do you have any interest in like writing poetry collections or perhaps even writing a novel creating your own video game maybe i think um, that's what's in the work right now we're just still working out but um me writing a book so i think that's probably the next because i'm a writer at heart i think what comes even with right i mean i think i like that aspect the most of making music is the actual writing part like when i'm writing a song and singing it back to myself like oh this is dope i can't wait to hear this you know so i'm being i'm just in, in love with writing that's even with the comedy so i think like it's the next level i can possibly go to is probably writing books and stuff Gotcha. So would, like, if you're writing books, would those be fiction? I mean, the first one's probably going to be about me, but, you know, once I um, get my feet wet, I would probably want to write, because I've, I've been, um, well, I know he didn't write it, but he, I mean, that that, that book Kobe Bryant had put out, yeah. I've been reading that, <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> dope, and then be like, all right, I can see, you know what I'm saying, so yeah, but yeah, definitely just something, something that would have to do with writing, for sure. Is there any particular books that inspire you in terms of writing fiction or, you know, writing your own or writing your own memoir? Like you, you did just like Kobe, but are there No, I'm anything? saying growing up, I, I read a lot of Donald Goyen books. So mm-hmm. just, just that probably because, you know, just him telling us stories about how Detroit used to be back in the day. You know, it was almost like every time, I, you know, like when the lights went out or something, like my mom ain't paid a phone, my mom ain't paid a light bill. We had no lights. I got to read Donald Goyen books. So yeah. <laughs> I've read them a lot. So that was good that we had a Donald Goins collection in the house. Thank you. Thank you so much for the conversation. Once again, that was our interview with Danny Brown at the Breslin Center on March 28th. He just released a project with JPEG Mafia last Friday on March 24th called Scaring the Hose.